Okay, folks. Uh, my name is Eric Vellum. I'm uh, with uh, Christ Only Ministries. Um, preaching uh, God's Word. Um, presenting uh, the Word uh, so that some might um, uh, receive it, accept it, and understand it. And... Uh, and um, you know, I read a uh, a devotion today, and uh, it really it really struck home. And it, it talked about how uh, this guy he's a uh, he's a uh, a pastor, and how he would um, you know he w it would come to Sundays, and he would get be getting ready for a sermon, and uh, and getting ready for the service, and 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 there was this, and how he would felt uh, weakened and enervated by um, by you know thinking to himself how how um you know how you know during the week he was uh, he was less than perfect you know he would just he would just review his uh his his uh sins and he would uh, or his you know yeah his sins and uh, his misdeeds and his his like you know he would just get to that point it's like oh my gosh it's like how can i really uh how can i really preach this sermon and uh, how can i really you know give this with a with my my wholehearted effort and uh, considering you know who i am and uh, you know it's, it's just completely unworthy and um and how he said that uh that you know God, God has, and the way he got through that was by by reminding himself that God has appointed him to, uh, to you know, to give the word, uh, you know, in season and out of season, and um, you know th that that God is isn't uh, limiting himself to uh, the fully righteous, because I'm not sure that uh, that he would have much of a. Uh, much of an army to go forth for him if that's what he was looking for but he's looking for those who have the spirit of christ in them and that that he has called you and that uh and that uh to speak the word is 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 uh is what he has called you to do and uh and uh you know no matter uh what you did in in the previous life or in the previous week uh he he has um he has asked all of us he has told all of us to uh you know go out there and uh and uh you know s speak my word and uh so we don't need to be perfect but anyhow that's that's kind of like the trap i find myself in when i you know have to when i uh, used to preach at uh, churches and 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 even now it's like oh my gosh it's like okay i'm gonna give this word but uh, i know who i really am and but nevertheless you know god is for some reason uh i have this ministry and uh i can I can present the word, you know, fairly well, and so it's God, not me. And uh, here I am, and uh, doing what uh, He has called me to do, asked me to do, and um, so that's how I get around that feeling as well. So anyhow, um, you know, here we are in um, September, and uh, we're still dealing with uh, with. Uh, with uh, COVID, and we're still dealing with, uh, and now we're dealing with um, mass hysteria and mass violence and mass protests and 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 uh, troublemakers and uh, instigators and ne'er to do wells are are tearing our our cities apart. And Democrats don't seem to really want to do anything much about it. Uh, apparently, they feel that it's a, it would be a helpful uh, uh, it would help them in the elections. Uh, uh, a more cynical attitude I, I cannot imagine but uh, nevertheless here we are and um, uh, it's been uh, quite a roller coaster but um, and I think uh, uh, this situation that we find ourselves in I think it's uh, you know I think the, uh, the the word I'm going to give today you know applies to it it uh, you know it, uh, it uh, certainly is relevant and uh, so um, on that note, we'll uh, pray, and then I'll read the scripture, and then we'll get into the uh, into the body of this. Father, uh, we thank you uh, for life itself. We thank you uh, 
for this day. Uh, we thank you for the opportunity to um, to seek eternal life in you, uh, Father. That and we thank you that you have not left us here as orphans to uh, to uh, try to work this out on our own, Lord. And uh, but uh, you are here with us, and uh, your plan is uh, is uh, grinding slowly or quickly. I'm not sure but uh, it's grinding to its uh to its final purposes and final ends and um lord we just uh thank you that you have made us a part of that of that plan of yours and uh you've given us your your spirit and uh, have revealed yourself to us through christ and uh you have revealed christ to us and uh, father we just thank you that you love us and uh Father, that uh, that uh, we're not we're not forgotten, and nor are we forsaken. But uh, Lord, in time, uh, we just know that uh, when all things are revealed, that it will be just so. It'll be perfect, and we will know uh, why we have uh, endured uh, some things, and uh, and uh, why you have blessed us, and why and how these things have all come about. So, Father, we just um, lift our hearts up to you. We just ask you to give us uh, a heart of understanding and a and uh, and faith and uh, eyes to see and ears to hear and and um, minds to understand. And uh, Father, that we might uh, live our lives uh, worthy of the calling. And um, so, we just ask you to bless this this time we spend together here. And uh, Lord, that this word I speak would be uh, your words and your message, and uh, I do it all for your glory, and so that uh, I may become less and you may become uh, greater. And uh, so, Father, we just uh, I just pray that it would uh, bless you and uh, please you, and that it would be edifying to the listeners and to your church. And just pray this in the precious name of our Lord and our great Savior and our great King, Jesus Christ. Okay, so I'm going to uh, read from uh, the book of Luke, and um, chapter 15, uh, verses 11 through 31, this is the uh, parable of the uh, prodigal son, of the lost son, and uh, there's so many lessons you can get out of this, but... Uh, but uh, We'll get to that some other time. So let me uh, just start here. So Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare, and here I am, starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, the father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to, worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field, and when he came near the house, he heard, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has, has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. 
But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders, yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So that was Luke chapter 15, 11 through 31, the prodigal son. Um, so, some years ago, back in the uh i think it was the late 90s a movie came out by the name of pleasantville and it uh i guess it was you know a pretty popular movie pretty well reviewed i don't know if i saw it or not i think i saw it but that's quite some time ago and so uh, in the movie uh, Pleasantville, we, uh, the theme is that uh, there's a couple of uh, teenagers, a couple of kids who, who, uh, who, are, who are watching um, a show, uh, kids from the, you know, from the 90s, and they're watching a show, and um, I guess it was a, a, f a show from the 50s, I don't know, it was... It was being shown for some reason but anyhow they uh, literally they get sucked into the tv and they wind up on this show set in from the 1950s and they find themselves here in this place and and you know obviously the surprise overtakes them and what are we doing here and how do we get out and they're placed in what to them seems like a very very odd time um and with this supposedly a lot of conformity this is the 50s you know this is the uh, era of america that that our intellectuals and our progressives and everybody else that that wants to ride on the uh the train of pro progressivism um this is this is this is the generation this is the uh the time that they despise you know because in their minds it wasn't it was a uh it was a time of conformity it was a time of dullness it was a time of uh you know suburb suburbia starting to develop and and all, all and all those boring dead people out there in the suburbs leading boring dead lives of conformity and and drudgery and 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 you know and and all the things that progressive supposedly hate and uh and this is where the hatred of you know suburban life uh you know started with our progressive and communist intellectuals and the movie is shot in black and white obviously to you know because uh black and white uh, uh connotes or uh points to uh dullness to uh, conformity to uh lack of uh excitement lack of color and of course they're creatures and these people these kids are creatures of the hip culture of the 1990s and uh, and uh with their so-called advanced thinking and point of view and in this new world they find themselves and they 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 find it very depressing and 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 sort of silly and and dull and it, you know it's 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 unacceptable and and uh you know every place there you know there's order and and there's rules and there's ways of doing things and and you know you 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 know you're supposed to obey these rules and and uh, and and whatever and, and so this is the life they find themselves in and and it's just you know obviously it's suburbia it's it's black and white it's it's picket fences it's uh, white people uh, you know going about their daily routine and their dull jobs and their dull lives and it's all shot in black and white and uh, so it's a you know it's obviously a, a, a an allusion to uh, to um, the dullness of the 50s and it all serves as a metaphor for a colorless boring society and they now find themselves in and as the movie continues on in this vein okay they find themselves here and then this movie continues on in vain and like in in this vein what we have now 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 here comes the uh the 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 crux the plot of the movie we have something odd or offbeat happens and i think I think that that Jennifer, who was now a, uh, a, I don't know, she's a teenager, she's young, I don't know, she's 14 or something, all right, so something offbeat or disobedient happens, and I think, I think I remember that the girl has sex with some, with some boy, right, 
and behold, after this, after this, uh, this disobedient uh, uh, thing, this this dangerous thing, this this um, deed that these uh, these two kids. Well, during the, during the uh, during during the film, we see the first splash of color. I think it's a you know red, bright red color, a first splash of color. Oh my goodness! What we have here now is is this this attitude that okay this 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 uh, you know breaking away from the norms and the rules of society you know it's there's this dead boring society now we have somebody who broke out from the rules and now we have color and color what color points to what it points to excitement to life to uh you know to to a future to to some to something uh that we didn't have before but there it is this red color oh my goodness how exciting and so now and, and so obviously you know this 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 movie continues on in the vein is the more people break out of this boring suburban life doing things against the rules doing things that nobody had done before or would dare have done and and breaking and breaking the rules and 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 you know basically sinning if I may say so the the more the more color gets splotched into this movie, the more life opens up, the more exciting, the more vivid, the more, you know, what we're having here is this Hollywood telling us is, is that, you know, that we're, 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 we're approaching life and life to the full as we break out of this suburban and orderly life and now we, we, we venture into these, um, into these unknown and you know territories of of behavior and attitude and 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 now everything is blossoming the flowers are out and and life is 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 becoming exciting and meaningful as as you know we shuck off the old the old ways and and uh and um embrace the new ways So, uh, so obviously this is what Hollywood is telling us. It's been telling us this now for probably 50 years. You know, it's been encouraging us to, uh, uh, you know, to to break out of the uh, uh, of the uh, staid and boring and dull uh, life of uh, of uh, you know of uh, conformity. And and they use uh, conformity as a, as a as a as a metaphor for Christianity. I mean, really, that's that's what they're that's what they're after. To, to them, the the Christian life of obedience to God's word is just you know just just uh, just boring and, and dull and and, and, and and lifeless and they're telling us that that, that life is, is not found in found in the word of God but life is found in in, in finding yourself and in, in venturing out and and uh, and uh, you know uh, into uh, disobedience and into new ways and into and exploring uh, you know all this other stuff and and so that's 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 where obviously Hollywood is coming from and it has been doing that it has been doing this propagandizing for for a long time you know I mean you see it everywhere I mean you watch any TV show and and uh, you know and everybody's having sex and everybody's doing what they please to do and everybody is is breaking breaking all you know breaking all the rules and and uh, you know and it just opens up this great funny and uh, uh, exciting life for these people okay first let it be said that I doubt the 50s were as conformist and dull as popular as the progressive myth wants to portray it you know intellectuals and other observers of pop culture always criticize the 50s because they despise what they see as as a smugness and stability and conformity of that area and they pour contempt on the middle-class America as dull and lockstep and just 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 uh, you know hemmed in by their by their moralistic ways and they weren't imaginative because uh, Americans weren't imaginative because we, we, you know, for the most part, we weren't participating in this liberating social movement that was just starting to gain ground. Uh, the hippie culture and the uh, progressive culture and the counterculture and the youth culture and, and socialism and all these revolutions that were going on during the, uh, during the 50s. You know, but 
but uh, you'll have to excuse America because America had just uh, and its people had just gone through two devastating wars where everything was chaos, everything was death, everything was just 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 horrible. In fact, it, there was more than just uh, two wars. There was World War One, and shortly followed by World War Two, and then we had the Korean War, and 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 you know people were dying, you know, and and, and being killed and and laying waste to whole continents, and and uh, you know to thousands and thousands of young men and women be, being being killed and, and on, on both sides and you know on, on both sides of, of, of the issue and so you know to say that oh the 50s were so boring well maybe they wanted a little um, uh, and appreciated a little order in, in their lives outside of the chaos of war and outside of the chaos of uncertainty outside the chaos of of just ever-present death and ever-present um just uh just uh, uh, uh just devastation and uh, you know, I, I don't think I don't think the progressives in their in their smugness un, under, understood that, or will give a, give any a, give the uh, the people of a, of America any any leeway or any quarter as far as is as, as understanding that you know uh, oh we were just we were just self satisfied and, and blah 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 well you know uh, there were reasons why maybe people at that time wanted to be a little less. Uh, uh, um, the daring in in uh, in breaking the rules because breaking the rules and and uh, and doing what what people wanted uh, you know led to uh, to uh, several wars, so that's that's one point about it. Um, and so uh, and so obviously another point, the appearance of color serves as a metaphor basically for sin in this in this movie and and what they're telling is just go outside the boundaries a little bit stepping over that line uh, do something controversial do something sinful do something that the, that the, that there are rules against and um, and then somehow they're telling us life is suddenly transformed into a colorful and exciting place, stripped of boredom and tedium. And it's the exact opposite of the message that the scripture tells us. Okay, the scripture actually does tell us to be revolutionary in the sense that, that you know, we center our lives on God, which has never been really a popular thing to do. Nevertheless, these people think, these pro these progressives and these leaders of, of, of pop culture are, are, are pushing uh, uh, against the what they consider the, the, uh, the foundation the bedrock of, of, of America, which is Christianity, and 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 and, and the rules and, and the types of behavior that that um, they so object to, and if we just get outside of those boundaries, if we just get outside of of of, of doing the things that 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 were always considered right, then we could finally open up the society, and and and, and uh, life would bloom, and we would have life to the full. And and it's, it's it's literally the exact opposite of what the scripture is telling us. It tells us in, in in scripture it says if we if we sow to the uh, to the flesh, and which is what they want us to do, which is they are encouraging us to do, what they are encouraging you to do is sold to the flesh and for sure uh, Paul says that will lead to destruction but those who sold to the spirit will reap eternal life and it's it's the exact opposite Jesus says I, I you know I'm here to give you life and life to the full by by obeying and believing in him and by disciplining your desires and and con, and conforming to what God wants of us so that he might uh, one day uh, 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 crown us with a with a crown of glory that that he wants to give everybody and it's the exact opposite of what hollywood here in this movie is telling us they're saying life and life to the full is is found in in disobedience and in and in uh and in uh you know anarchy and and in uh you know resisting and blah 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 and i think you know this what we have in our present society right now is 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 a, is a good is is the fruit of this um uh of of this ideology we're, be, we're we're seeing the fruit everywhere. There's just there's just you know there's riots. We're we're torn together as a uh, as a, we're torn apart as a as a society. Um, you know because what? Because we've all you know latched on to or many of us uh, you know have latched on to this progressive ideology that that you have to be yourself and and you have to explore and find out who you are instead of finding out who you are in obedience to Christ. They're telling you to find out who you are in obedience to the Father of Lies. 
And you're not going to find your life there. All you're going to find is destruction and frustration and anger and bitterness. And this is where we've come. As a whole society, we've turned away from God and we and we thought we could find life and life to the full in, in these other things and pursuing who we really are and pursuing, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, sexual perversions and, 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 and this whole uh, trans... trans uh, transsexual movement and you know being fully who you are and and you know all this is just you know this is sowing to the flesh and it just leads to it leads to failure it leads to bitterness it leads to anger and frustration and we're seeing it being played out on the streets of America we haven't you know these kids that have been brought up in in, in this in this uh, nihilistic valueless uh, relativistic society are just at a loss as to where as to where to put down a foundation the, the the life they lead the, the the values that they they think are important are just are just uh you know leading them more and more into this pit and they don't even know it and because they've been taught to despise uh uh, uh you know this the, the the life that 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 christ offers us because according to them it's not life at all and so that's that's where that movie, uh, Pleasantville, is, is is trying to take us, and that's where much of Hollywood has been trying to take us. And uh, you know this 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 um, COVID uh, uh, thing, and 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 the way it's completely shut down uh, Hollywood. You know, I kind of rejoice in it. You know, Hollywood had it coming, and just like that, boom. You know. Uh, movies aren't being produced theaters were closed everything is just boom just like that and um i don't think it's a coincidence i think it's <laughs> it's a warning shot across our bow you know how quickly what we thought was permanent what we thought was was good what we thought was here with us forever uh what we thought you know we had established a foundation it could boom just like that it's gone you know look at sports everybody thought sports professional sports was going to be with us forever you know we're just going to have our footballs and our, our football games and our baseball games and and uh, our basketball games on and on and on now look at the crisis they're going through i don't look at it anymore i can't look at it any anymore i you know they've so politicized it that it's revolting to me now I wanted to see good basketball. I wanted to see good football. I wanted to see decent people that 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 trained their bodies and their and their and their uh, and their and their will to to get things accomplished on a field. But now I just see and now I just see angry and frustrated, ignorant thugs. And this is where this is where this progressive ideology. This is where it leads societies. It leads them down a rabbit hole. You know, calling good evil and evil good, and uh, you know that's where we're at. You know the the tra traditional ways of doing things, traditional marriage, traditional life, and uh, you know that's colorless. That's that's boring. That's not that's not for for a modern person. You know we have to explore the limits of of uh, of. Um, of uh, who and what we are, and and isn't that really what was the, what the uh, the idea that Satan planted in Eve's head? You know, she he he, he uh, Satan comes to Eve, or the serpent comes to Eve, and 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 implants the idea that you know God is trying to keep you from something. God is trying, you know, you will not surely die if you eat from the the tree of uh, of the knowledge of good and evil. You know, God is trying to keep you out of, of uh, uh, you know, trying to uh, shortchange you, and and uh, He doesn't want you to be all that you can be. And uh, so that's that's the that's the lie that that was there from the beginning, and that's the lie that we listen to now. It's so amazing, you know, that 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 that, that the human being's psyche, soul, his spirit hasn't changed a bit. We still respond to the same things. We still we still succumb to the same seductions. We still we still uh, you know listen to the father of lies and all of his empty promises, and we still believe that they that they hold something better than an empty promise. That they do offer offer us life, and how we we uh, how resistant we are to um, to to uh, Christ um, telling us that he has. Uh, 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 that he has life and life to the full for us. He offers that to us. 
But no, we don't want to do that because because it it, it requires a, a a disciplining of our desires and our and our uh, and our uh, lusts and 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 our uh, vain imaginings. And yes, it is difficult. So you know, at, at times, and and uh, but the reward is there. And life and life to the full, eternal life, eternal life in Christ. You want to know who you are? You can't find out who you are until you become, you know, obedient to Christ. I mean, the the Bible is full of these type paradoxes. You know, it's the opposite, exact opposite of what the world and and, and Satan uh, 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 wants you to. Uh, to believe the world wants you to believe that if you pursue yourself you know that if you try to find your life if you seek your life and 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 and, and uh you know through whatever means that, that you want you know whether it's a sex change or whether it's career or whether it's just rebellion or whatever whatever you know satan wants you to believe that that's where you're going to find yourself that's where you're going to find who you really are but Jesus says, if you seek your own life, you're going to lose it. And these people do lose it. It's obvious to everybody that, other than them, that they have lost their way. They have lost their life. They have completely turned themselves over. You know, biting at that, biting it and taking it, taking it, biting at that apple of the tree of, uh, you know, knowledge, or the knowledge of good and evil. They have completely succumbed to that lie. Like their their lives aren't worth anything unless they unless they just completely uh, go against everything that was that was uh, that has been proven good and right throughout the ages and useful for a decent functioning society. But for those who 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 can get past that siren call of of uh, of uh, you know of uh, of sin, who can look beyond that, who have been given the grace by God to look beyond that, who can see Christ, they know we know that our lives are in Christ. We know what He has opened up to us, and it's not a boring life. There's a lot. There's a ton of life outside of sin. You know. Uh, breaking the rules and 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 breaking commandments and 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 sinning and and just doesn't just uh, you know we have most of us have found by bitter ex experience that it doesn't offer life and just offers death. Look at look at how many people think that they they can find their lives in in uh, in, in in whatever in you know find relief in pornography or find relief in gambling or 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 you know doing what whatever people do to uh to uh, calm their psyches and and try to uh and try to find themselves look how many people get caught up in caught up in drugs you know it's like oh wow this you know the first few experiences with drugs is uh is uh you know is it is exciting and and it's different and but you know in due time it will it will it will it will demand payment like all any of these other vices or 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 uh you know acts of disobedience we do we think we're getting away with it but we're not getting away with it uh it, it demands more and more and then we start inventing ways of doing evil and uh because the old ways of doing evil have become boring they've become you know they've become routine and not and now they're nothing but addictions they're nothing but habits and and uh, you know something that has to be done every day to to uh, be able to face the world and that's the lie that, that 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 so many people grasp onto. That's the lie that that most of us have grasped onto at one time or another. That something new, that something different, that offers offers uh, offers a uh, um, offers life, offers uh, offers something good. But in due time, it's gonna it's gonna uh, it's gonna come back and demand payment, and it sure does in spades. That the scales, if we just, uh, you know, went outside the rules, the scales would drop from our eyes and we would empower ourselves and, and uh, we would recognize that, that God's instructions are folly and, and that, uh, you know, life would open up if we just, uh, if we just started breaking the rules. 
and that uh, you know we have this idea now that in this modern culture that we are we owe nothing to anybody but ourselves and and uh, we have complete autonomy over our bodies i mean this is this is where the uh, justification for abortion comes in that 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 the woman is autonomous and and it's her body and she can and she can do as she pleases with it and uh, you know we just we 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 all know that that's not true there's a no, there's a there's a million ways that that uh, that uh, you know shows that we don't have uh, you know autonomy over our own bodies. We can't do as we please with it. Even if for even for those who uh, who 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 don't believe in God, I mean it's it, it's obvious. But for those who do believe in God, we know we know especially well that our bodies don't belong to us. We don't have the right to do with them as they as we please. They are a gift, and they and they and they they have a certain function and a certain purpose. And and God has seen to it that you know there's pleasures that can be that can be had in the body, and, and you know God grants that. And there's also you know. Um, there's also sufferings that have to be done in the body. So, you know, if if a, if a if a lady gets pregnant, now we have abortion. You know, that takes care of that problem. And uh, you know, we indulge in the, now we're a culture that wants to indulge and accept, uh, you know, uh, bizarre sexual practice practices. I'll, you know, the uh, Jim Morrison in um, in the Doors. Uh, you know, that, this is a song that one song, uh, "Break On Through to the Other Side." That's what he's talking about. He's talking about breaking on through that that the, you know this 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 uh, Christian door, this Christian wall, this Western civilization uh, mode of, of of doing things and breaking on through to the other side. And uh, you know, okay, uh, you're breaking on through to the other side. You're, you're just you're just violating uh, you know all the uh, all the uh, established truths. And uh, what you wind up from uh, from an alcohol-induced death at 28. I mean, the the reaper came early for him, and he paid back. Uh, he lived hard, and uh, and the uh, consequences of his sin came at him fast and swift. The glittering nonsense the world pe puts before us and calls it life, when in fact it comes from the father of lies. And it is a lie that leads to death. And who among us has not fallen for that lie and tasted its bitter fruit? You know, sin is not colorful. Sin does not add to our the brightness and the beauty of our lives. Sin is darkness, and it casts a pall over everything we do. It casts suspicion and 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 uh, anxiety, and 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 it casts uh, you know. All kinds of negative things uh, over the over the uh, over our lives. Sin is not life, but it is death. Sin breeds suspicion. It breeds anger. It breeds hatred. It breeds confusion and other and all other kinds of evil. Out of controlled lust. Sin drives out love, it drives out trust, it drives out goodness and selflessness and draws us inward and shrivels our soul. Eve fell for that lie that she will not surely die, but for sure she died. And Adam died and now we all die. Because Eve believed the lie that somehow God was denying her something that was rightfully hers, arbitrarily withholding something from her. And so she succumbed to the smooth lies of Satan. Does not add color, but it adds everything that wars against the soul. It adds everything to your life that wars against the promise of eternal life. And so, with that very first act of, uh, of of looking of looking beyond God's word and and uh, and violating it and looking for life on the other side, begin the agonies of man. Life can't be found in the excitements and the pleasures of a sinful nature and disobedience and love, but and lust. But life and life to the full is found only in Christ. In Him, you will find your life. You, you know, like I said before. Um, 
If you seek your own life, you will surely lose it. But if you uh, lose your life for his sake and for the sake of the kingdom, you will find it. Christ has said, I come to bring you life and life to the full. And, and sin is so often sweet to the tongue but sour in the stomach. This righteousness that Christ speaks of, it doesn't, it doesn't bring boredom to our lives. It doesn't bring dullness to our lives. But it brings peace and joy and freedom from condemnation and freedom from rebuke and freedom from looking behind us and wondering what our misdeeds when uh, and what when our misdeeds will catch up to us. You know, I, I used to do uh, uh, speak to uh, inmates uh, when, where I worked every month, and uh, you know, and and I would tell them, you know, doesn't following God re relieve you of, of the constant anxiety of when your sins are going to find you out? Always having to look behind you, wondering if this person just knows that you just knocked off a store, or this person over here knows and is willing to tell on, on some drug deal because he just got busted um, and is willing to rat you out. It's freedom that, 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 that the Word gives you. It's freedom from all that. It's freedom from, from having to, to look behind you and wonder when these sins are going to confront you. I've experienced the same thing myself. You know, you pull something dastardly off and you're always wondering, well, who saw that? Who, who's going who's gonna to tell on that? Who's going to, you know, it's like, so you always have this shadow behind you chasing you around. <coughs> You don't know who's who said what or, or when, and if you and, and by following God, you 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 liberate yourself from that. There's no need to be looking behind you because you haven't done anything that's 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 worthy of condemnation. There's a freedom in Christ. There's life in Christ. There's a there's a there's a freedom you can find from from anger and from lust and and from all these things. I you know it doesn't happen right away, maybe, but but it, we're in a period of training, and it will happen. If you stay alive to the word of Christ, if you stay alive to the hope and the promises that he has given you, and you don't let yourself um, 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 uh, sort of like peter out, you just if you stay alive to these things, if you stay alive to Christ, these things will be taken care of in due time. And then you will feel that freedom. You will feel that, oh yes, now I know what Christ is speaking of when he talks about, about freedom and what Paul is speaking about when he talks about freedom. The Spirit is actually free from these things that weren't so bounded up so tightly because we decided that life could be, could be found in disobedience. And it offered us all these colorful things. And when in fact what we were finding there, we were finding, finding death and stagnation and darkness. The truth dresses us in splendor so that we are confident before the throne of God, knowing that Christ's Spirit dwells in us. Righteousness and clothes us. Righteousness and faith carry us right to the throne of God, confident because we know that our, that our sins through Christ have been separated from us as far as the east is from the west, and that we are now new creatures being transformed into the image of Christ. There is life, there is peace, there is joy, right there. I, you know, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Our sins have been forgiven, and we have been given a, the, the power to, to resist sin, to say no to sin, to say no to the things that uh, war against our soul. Souls and yes to the to, to, to the things that will that give life and purpose. We've all gone after those those dazzling, dazzling things on the other side of the fence. We've all tried to break out through to the other side. But God in his mercy has extended us an olive branch of peace and forgiveness in Christ. And offers us a chance to set things right, to be something new, to come to him in peace. This is the true life and life to the full that Christ speaks of. A life of love and faith and hope. For such things never wear out. Such things are never eaten by moths. Sinful pleasures come and go. 
faith, hope, and love, that's the currency of heaven. You're not going to bring, that's the gold of heaven, that's the silver of heaven, that's the treasure of heaven. Hope, faith, and love. That's the things that have currency things, that's, those are the things that matter. Our sinful pleasures, they come and go and they become less and less exciting and more and more of a, of a dull, painful habit. But righteousness and faith never wear out because they are eternal in Christ and they are indeed the currency of heaven. Every soul wants life. No soul wants to die. That's all something we all share in common. But that life can only be found in Christ. It's not going to be found in the, in the pleasures of career and, and in the pleasures of money and in the pleasures of, of deviance and disobedience. It's not found in the abundance of our possessions or in the satisfactions of our sinful nature. These things all war against the spirit and the soul. That is the way of death and alienation. and weakens the soul and drives it into more and more of a selfish state and pursuing its own satisfactions. True life that the soul seeks, the soul needs, the soul desires is union with an everlasting and loving God that can only be found in Christ. He is our life. He is our eternal life. He is the bread and the manna from heaven that feeds and nourishes and sustains our souls. He is the source of eternal life, and all who come to him, none shall he turn away, but rather receive eternal life. We have to lift up our heads and seek and ask and knock to find that, that life that God offers us in Christ. You know, the natural nature of man is, you know, is in some ways similar to, uh, to the beast. Um, and I just find it how funny or ironic or, or appropriate how animals are always, their heads are always downward, looking for what, looking for what the earth, the ground offers. And men are the same way. We're always looking downward, looking for our wealth, because it's in the, it's in the, it's in the earth that, that know that gold is hidden and that silver is hidden so so the so the natural man is always like spiritually digging around in in in, in the you know grubbing around like a like a pig and and you know looking looking for nuggets and looking for gold and looking for silver but the spiritual man he lifts his head up to Christ and because he knows there's something greater and better for his soul it's almost like our pets you know uh, they're animals but in the presence of something greater than, to, than them, they lift up their heads and they look to us. Because they instinctively know, they know we are their masters, they know that we are greater than them, but they love us and we love them. Not that we're pets, but there is a similar relationship in us lifting our heads, knowing that our life is from Christ. Christ tells us to lift up, lift up our heads because our salvation draws nigh. So anyhow, that's, that's, that's the message, you know, that's the message that Hollywood is trying to give us, that we can find excitement and new life and, and, and break out of the boredom by, by disobedience, by, by, by turning away from established uh, uh, fruitful ways of, of living one's life. And, and, and pursuing your own life and trying to define yourself and, and the more that we you know define try to define ourselves the more we lose ourselves and it's directly opposed to what scripture has has to say that if you seek your own life you're going to lose it but if you lose your life in the glory of Christ and his kingdom you will find it there you will find out who you are. There the you know, power is given to you. There your strength is. There is your glory. There is your hope. There is your life. These are the things that every soul wants. But it can't be found by trying to satisfy our, our, our sinful natures. But it can only be found in seeking and finding Christ. Asking and seeking and knocking.
Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find it. Knock and the door will be opened to you. The heart that truly seeks and wants to see God and know God, you won't be denied. Because God is looking for souls those such as you. So, that's the message, you know, beware of, of trying to define yourself by, by what, how the world wants you to define yourself. Stay open, stay open to the message of Christ, stay open to, to uh, you know, losing ourselves in Christ so that we might find ourselves. And you'll know when it happens. You know when it happened. You know that that's, that's, this is all true. And the mind of faith can grasp that. But the mind uh, set on, on, on natural desires, it's, it's folly to them. They, they, they cannot understand it. They cannot know it. And it's just complete folly. That's why Christians are so ridiculed. Because there's a truth there that we see clearly and they don't. And, uh, you know, we find ourselves as a nation in this situation we're in now because we have uh, basically abandoned God. I mean, you know, that's not just a cliche and that's not just, you know, somebody, but we have. We have. In so many different ways. We have just said that, okay, God doesn't need to be our God anymore. We can do this on our own. It's like Governor Cuomo saying, God didn't do this. God didn't do that. We did it. Oh boy, we did it. Yes, okay, Andrew, we did it. Yeah, we did it all right. If that wasn't the ultimate expression of hubris. And Andrew's going to pay for it one way or another. So anyhow, there it is. Um, I shall read uh, from Ephesians. As I always do to, to wrap thin things up because it's a wonderful little uh, little paragraph there that Paul is on a roll and uh, I just enjoy reading it from chapter 3 and so Paul says for this reason I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. I love you all in Christ. And um, stay open to his promptings and his word. Okay, so until the next time, I bid you adieu.